yesterday's price is not today's price. 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 Every player's aiming coach right Master recipes under stove lights The number on his jersey is the quote price You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? Everybody get it off the boat Hello and welcome to another edition of the Time Flies Podcast I am your host, Dariel Um, For the viewers, you guys can see who is next to me Who is to the right of me But for the listeners Mike, 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 Mike I'm gonna introduce this guy He's back He's back in the building the fake analyst. The fake analyst. That's I it. got my guy yes, Mike in the sir. building with me. What's good, bro? Yes, How you sir. been? Another day, another album, more music to dissect, man. Maintain another day, it. Another dollar. That's it. Um, yeah, man. It's been a minute. Been a minute. It's been a minute. We, we were going Kanye crazy. Yeah, we had to take we're a little bit of a break, crazy. you know, because when we did Kanye pause, we just fucking we went in bro. a lot, man. But it was it was at that point it was there was a lot going on with him, and Absolutely. we're just doing this fake journalist, fake, you know. Fake journalists, fake analysts. Doing? Hey, man, we're just talking about the culture, what we love. That's it. So we're just going to get into this shit. Keep it as positive as possible. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's interesting, though, because this episode is actually, we're actually staying within the good fa- good music family tree. Another branch. Yeah, this is another branch within the good, good music tree. We're talking about a specific artist. He just came out with a new album. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's a big hint. <laughs> yeah. That's a big hint. There's been a lot of talk since this album has dropped. And we're going to yes. get into the shits. For everybody, if you don't know who I'm talking about, here's a visual visualization. The Martin Scorsese of cocaine rap, as he called Oof. Oof. That was pretty dull. I like when he coined that. I like that because it gave like, a good understanding to like, it was a nice way of him being like, fuck you guys, this is my content. Do you ever ask Martin Cors- Scorsese for a love movie? No. Facts. You love the fact Facts. that it's a mob movie. You love the fact that there's guns, there's drugs, and illegal activity. You love it and you talk about it for your whole life. So, it's like, so let me be Facts And it, he always gives us High level product Facts Yeah exactly That's it It's like when you think Of Martin Scorsese Obviously you're gonna think About Goodfellas You're gonna think About Casino Yep And those are like High quality movies Even like Wolf of Wall Street Which Wolf. follows the same model As a Goodfellas To the point that Leo Almost sounds like Ray Liotta In the narration Like So it's It's more legal activity Martin Scorsese Is gonna give us Those Those movies on Fucking Big ass Scams and illegal activity. <laughs> I mean, he's one of he's one of, if not the best at doing that. It's so. One of my favorites, right? Um, okay, so we're talking about Pusha T's. It's almost dry. Obviously, you can tell by the cover art behind me. Um, before we get into like the tracks breaking down, I kind of wanted to talk about the story around this album. Yep. Um, going into this album, there was a lot of noise because Pusha said that it's going to be produced half by Pharrell. Yeah, half by Ye, and he's coming off the heels of a classic produced entirely by Ye. Correct, Daytona, obviously. So obviously, when you hear that, your mind is automatically going towards um, classic. Like, I mean, you don't have to think about what it. What do you even? This is a guy who, I'm. When I think of Pharrell and and the clips and Pusha T. This is dating back to our early junior high school years. This is grinding in the fucking grinding. lunchroom, cut lockers. Like, so, it's big. And then Ye and Pusha have clearly made a marriage for the fucking history books as well. So, man, definitely was looking forward to this one. Yeah, man. Um, side note. Uh, it's funny. 
So remember Miss Jade, the artist? Yes. <laughs> she came up with an album mad long ago. It was when we drew in high school. Yeah. And they were promoting it half produced by the Neptunes and half by Timbaland. I bought it. Well, of <laughs> course you did. Just Pharrell because off of that. Yeah. Just because off of that. I don't know. This it's just when this album was coming out, I made me think of it that. Made you it's think so of Miss. That is some. That is some insane shit. I would have never remembered that if you just didn't mention half it. Neptunes, half Timbaland. I forgot the name of the album. And it was a flop. So Miss Jade, was, I hope man. you're okay out there. Yeah, like Miss Jade, you tried your best. I'm sorry. You got one person that definitely bought yeah. the album, so don't kill me. And everybody yeah, else, don't kill me in the comments. And just so <laughs> you know, Miss Jade and and Time Flies listeners, he only bought the album because of Pharrell, and it brings me to our point of, Yay and Pharrell are essentially mm. your host, goat. Mm. versus God. Mm. In my humble opinion, his goat is yay. His God is Pharrell. You guys don't understand. He will give... This man will give anything Pharrell does a chance, and I appreciate and respect it. It's almost like when I think... You might not even know this. When I think of Pharrell, I think of you. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) With the eye contact? My guy... I'm uncomfortable. No, I'm, I'm uncomfortable, dog. Good, good. I'm a, but, 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 no. but what do you mean by that? Because I remember, bro, even with artists that you didn't mess with, if I mention, yo, track seven on such and such's album is produced by Pharrell. You don't mess with the artist, but you would go check out track seven. I'm not going to name the artist on here because I think you've had revelations with like oh, listening to him down got the line. It, got but, it, got it, got it. Um, so you always gave Pharrell a chance. It actually your your appreciation for Pharrell made me delve deeper into Pharrell. I appreciate that, man. Because that no, was a point I... that I was like, Les and Primo and whoever produced for Nas and Mob Deep. That's who I like. Oof, but then that's that gritty that, New York boy. That is um Alchemist and his oh, yeah. boy. Anyways, but um. Nah, man, like, uh, I, yeah, Ye is my goat. Like, Ye is just my goat. Like, I love his artists. Strictly artists, strictly music, everything right. else we're not talking about. Strictly music, Ye is my goat. He's the most influential artist of my generation. Yeah, I don't think that's to be debated. Exactly, and he has the music to back it up. But, I, yeah, Pharrell, like, I heavily respect him. I check for him whenever he's dropping something, whenever he's producing something. I'm checking for him. Um, and I'm not like blind. I'm not blind to like what's going on within music. Like I know he's one of the he's one of the gods. He's one of the goats. Some yeah. people have him as a goat, you know. And he's definitely a goat. Yeah, he, yeah, absolutely. He, everyone who listens to this Time Flood podcast that heard the past know how I we feel about Pharrell because we've vocalized it through the genius uh, absolutely saga, all that. So yeah, so for protect sure. Pharrell at all costs. Yep. So yeah, man, Pharrell's definitely he's a legendary one. He's a legendary producer, like. Come on, man. Noriega? Oh, no. What? What? Boy. Noriega to Minions. Once again. <laughs> right? Um, no, yo, but yo, that's such an interesting... Because we've, we've been talking offline, obviously. And when you brought that up, it's like the whole yay is a goat. Pharrell is a god. It's like... Let, let's, it's not like let's pit them against each other, but if you, you can't help it with the structure of this right. album, pits them against each other. Right, so. it's so interesting, bro. Because yay, like every everybody knows about his producing record, like he's fucking insane. Right, but then Pharrell at the same time. So you're gonna ask who got who on the album? You're gonna ask who had the better production yeah. songs? And yeah, man. Um, and you, you were telling me about the story about uh push. So yeah, because what I like to do whenever an album comes out that I'm anticipating whether 
I like it or I don't like it after the fact, I always try to do my homework, whether it's listening to their interviews or reading an interview in Rolling Stone, whatever, just to get a little backstory in the album. I appreciate that, you know, the intricacies of making these albums. And Pusha was dropping all types of interesting gems in the making of this album, saying that, you know, he didn't outright go to these producers like, listen, I got this concept in my head of you versus yay, you know, with all the history and the story to it. Um, so what he did, he would go by Pharrell's house like, hey, um, listen to what me and Ye were cooking up. And you could tell it was sparking the competitive spirit in Pharrell because he was like, ah, that's all right. And then he says, he goes into the story about hear me clearly. Mm-hmm. He goes, he said he brought that to Pharrell and Pharrell was like, Yo, how long do you want to be a mixtape rapper for? Mm. And then, so his, so according to Push's breakdown, he feels like Kanye wants the minimalist, you know, a basic approach to uh, production. And if, it doesn't even matter if Push has a hook, he just wants him to go. And you see it even on this album, there's a track called Just So You Remember. And it's produced by Ye, and it's literally the most minimalistic. It's fire, but it's the most minimalistic beat, I think, on the album. And it's push it probably at his best as far as rapping. Mm-hmm. And he's just going. Hear Me Clearly is the same thing. And he said, in comparison to Pharrell, where Pharrell just wants to put his foot in everything. He wants to make it the next big thing. He yeah. wants to. So then you get, you know, the interesting structure of neck and wrist where. You know, the What's Beef style drum pattern, which... Yeah. And then you get a whole bridge before Hove's verse comes in. It's it You you see both positions, and you see exactly what Push was saying. So Push basically developed this competition between Pharrell and Ye, and here we are. Yo, man. Push is fucking spoiled, bro. He's he spoiled is. getting Ye and yep. Pharrell, the two, arguably, two of the best producers oh, in yeah. the hip-hop period. Like... How spoiled can you be? And I mean that kind of in the most like positive way. Obviously. Yeah, of course. But like that's insane, no, bro. Imagine having your album produced by Ye and Pharrell. It's like, and you stop. know you have these stop. guys, and you know you could deliver as far as like your, and you're your gonna lyrics. deliver, like, and you basically stop. have them at your disposal. You might not have them to do half of your album, but you know, as Pusha T, I know I could get at least two tracks from Pharrell and two tracks from Ye for every album. There's yeah. no other. There's no other rapper on earth that I think can say that, that mm. they, maybe Jay but I don't even know you know Jay and Ye always have their thing but well if well if everything let's pretend like Jay and Ye never had beef like I think he would be one of yeah, yeah. Jay would be one of the ones he'd be yeah. one of the ones to get Neptunes and and Ye alright so we talked about the little story with Pusha going into this album now for the viewers we're getting a little high tech over here in Time Flies you yes. heard? you heard? I did a little breakdown yeah, they did a little breakdown of the tracks. Um, if it's too small for you guys to see, I'm sorry about that. But anyway. You could look it up um, on Wikipedia. Facts. Genius. It's right there. I'll try to do a little zoom in every once in a while. But um, yeah, man, I, I did a little breakdown of each track and about who produced who, just so that we have reference and we have definitive answers. Um, man, okay, so we were talking offline, and obviously we were talking about what's one of your favorites, which one you really like, which one you didn't like. It's funny that you were literally just talking about that song, this yeah. song, because just so you remember is ridiculous. It's insane, bro. The energy that Push is coming with. Ridiculous. 
Dick Ulus. The energy push is coming with, bro? Like, just so you remember who you dealing with. The number don't change, I know who the chemist is. Brick by brick, we kept open dealerships. Mitch by Mitch, we built up our villages. Seeing you rappers apply for the stimulus. Living a lie, but die for your images. It's guns yeah. involved. He like sounds like. It's not direct, but it's basically at whoever wants to take it personal, like, yo, I'm talking to you. And that is a scary sight for any other MC that's out there. Push is a fucking. Yo, monster. the energy he just calls Just on so with you the remember track, who bro. you're dealing with. That's, that's, so that's one of my standouts. Um, what about you? Hit me, hit me with one. So, well. Just so you remember, produced by Ye. Um, by the way, want to yeah. give that little information out. Damn, man, this, this album's so goddamn good. It's just so you remember is definitely one of my standouts as well. Should we get into my other two standouts? Here? Absolutely. Okay. Good old intro, Brambleton. Ooh. Because there's, really? there's there's a few reasons why. So first of all, to me that brings me back to, and I think we spoke about this offline. That brings me back to like Lord Willing clips. You listen yeah, to that yeah, beat, yeah. you could hear like that. This is from a 2002 pack somewhere, like. So, <laughs> but too. but the other thing is, he's starting off the album with a story. You don't get stories from Push like that, Thanks. and it's a and it's a story that we all kind of have some type of insight to because the person he's talking about was on Vlad TV, his old manager, his old I guess partner in crime yeah, yeah. back in the day, and he's just I mean, he's blacking, and it goes back into. How I like to do my intel on albums. Because he said his inspiration for starting an album off with the story was Life After Death. You'll see Push always references the classics. And so it's either a J or a Big reference. So on Life After Death, Big starts off with Somebody's Gotta Die. Mm -hmm. Another story in the similar vein of Brambleton. But yeah, long story less long. Brambleton is definitely, you know, one of my standouts. He comes up storytelling. Just, man, it's just him going over just classic vintage style Pharrell production. And I'm a sucker for that. We was out in Brambleton after Pooh got hit. Club entourage in that new drop six. Ice that'll stag in the new hot bitch. Champagne super soaker screaming, who got this? Beach niggas wanted work that they could move out quick. But my Norfolk niggas, they was on some shootout shit. You and I, we would different. To kind of branch off of to what you're saying, because, okay, so you mentioned something that's kind of, I, everybody knows, but I'm going to highlight it. You said that when Pusha references music, he usually reference, references the classics. Yes. That's Pusha's palette. Yep. His palette, he, all he, because he's, he raps at such a high level. Yeah. That all he wants to put out is high level yeah. shit. And what you get is high level shit. Right. Like you don't get this the rap kind of nowadays. Like and yeah, there's that stigma that Push is only gonna talk about Coke rap. But he like we were like we were saying offline maybe that he's the Martin Scorsese of Coke rap. He's the best at doing it. He knows how to do it. Yeah. He's gonna do it and he's gonna do it to the best of, of his of his ability. And that's the thing. You it's know crazy. for me at this point in life, right? To get me engaged in like just straight street rap. It has to be the highest level because a lot of that shit bores me at this point. Picture me, a father of two. Yeah. It's not, you know, 2001 anymore, like riding around in the car with my kids. And it's like, I'm going to kidnap your mom. Like, I don't want to hear that nah, shit. Nah, we're not but on that energy. <laughs> Pusha, he, it's like elegant street rap where mm. 
you could just you could just appreciate it from the lyrical standpoint. You don't have to necessarily connect on the level of oh I live this life. It's just so the music is always good because he's got the best producers in the game. Yeah, and he raps so fucking well that it doesn't matter if it's street rap what it is. Isn't that it's how you, isn't a, that how you describe the nineties elegant street rap? Yes. So you could is. literally drop push in the nineties and he's gonna you could be, and you gotta remember in. you know because push is so relevant at this time we forget that. The dude is, I believe, 44 at this point. He was born in 77. Yeah, he's... So he talks about yeah. these stories riding around in cars listening to Clue mixtapes. You know, this is... this. He's a vintage-style guy. He's a classic guy. So... That's crazy. This is what we get. So for me, Brambleton... So far, I have Just So You Remember and Brambleton. Yeah. What's, what's um, it? I had, yeah, I had Just So You Remember as well. So one of my other st- uh, standouts... Dude, scrape it off. Scrape it off. Scrape it off is hard, man. Yeah, produced by Pharrell. People tried to hate on that too, but yeah, uh, I see. I've seen that on but, the internet. Uh, Don Toliver, you took nah, the nah, words nah, out nah. of my fucking and I knew, mouth, I knew, bro. Yo, I already knew that it was that that because Donnie can do no fucking yeah. wrong, bro. He's on a fucking run tear, right now, bro. Tear. He's on a fucking. You forced run me to right listen now, to that dog. album too, and he's just incredible. Yo, he's on a run, bro. I don't know how else to put it. Like Donnie, to me, he can't do no wrong. If it's a, if it's an album, if it's a single, if it's a feature, like just a hook on a feature, he's going to murder that shit. Perfect example. Have you heard uh, Bieber dropped a song last week? It's called Honest. Featuring. I saw it. I haven't. Featuring our boy Donnie. Donnie. Donnie T. The other Donnie T. Kills it, bro. Kills it. And no, he smokes his shit. Bro, and it's in, he obviously he uses auto tune, but the way he uses it. Is, I'm the connect. My push kills that shit too. But hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. The the way Donnie uses the auto tune, it's not like your general like generic auto tune use. He kind of uses it in the Travis Scott way, but I actually like how Donnie uses it more. Me too. Than I think I think he's more of a natural vocalist than Travis Scott. That's probably why. Yeah, man. Donnie, he, he sounds fucking incredible in this record. I didn't mind the little Uzi Vert feature. Me neither. And Pusha just he came in with that interesting little flow that he had. And because it's because this, this song, is a good fucking record, bro. Yeah, this track like this is obviously Coke is I'm mean, Coke. Obviously Pusha is talking Coke. <laughs> But the sound of the song is a little different than what his traditional Bro. Coke songs are. Like this song is a little bit more I don't wanna say upbeat, but it's just it's just different. No, if if there is if there is a radio record on this album, that's it. That's Street the mainstream Bro. appeal. And I don't think that was the intention. No, but it definitely wasn't. That's just what happened. Pusha's not definitely going into an no, album. No, he's trying not. To do radio. That that is an incredible it really is. That's but that's it's funny really that because I'm one of the first things you just said when I said that song, you were like, That song got gets getting hate. And yeah, I've been seeing it on the internet, and I, I'm like... I don't really understand. Maybe it's because the people who listen for Pusha don't listen for those types of records, but there are the other side of Pusha fans where we're just music fans in general. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. can appreciate it from that angle where, yeah, just because Pusha doesn't have a song that's the fucking grind, that's Hear Me Clearly, I can appreciate it from a musical standpoint. This is Pharrell. Don Tolliver sounds fucking great. Yeah. I just scraped it off the top, put it on the road, I deserve, I done love. Was already sold, I don't work by 10 o'clock. Too deep in the streets, felt that baby, the mental love. Whenever she comes, the word I gotta do, I'm moving with a two, I'm painted on the floor. Yeah, oh, tell me what I gotta do. Pull up in a bucket, I mean, what? What else? Is it, from a music standpoint, what else do you want, man? Yeah, man. Um, and uh, it's kind of like, kind of goes hand in hand with 
what you were saying a little bit earlier is just like if there's a single off of this record is this one and i think that's why it's getting hate i think so i too. think that's why but again like we just said pusha wasn't going into the album trying to make a single so if you're gonna hate whatever that's your opinion obviously yeah. everybody's entitled but yeah, man. So that was my one of my other standouts. Uzi, I, Uzi does his thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind it. him. I don't, I don't, I don't mind, mind checking. For, I don't mind listening to Uzi. I don't mind him. Um. So yeah, man. That was one of my other uh, standouts. So okay. So so far you have we both had Joe. So you remember? Just so you remember, and you have I have scrape it off, and you have Brambleton. Brambleton. Okay. My other stand. My third standout. Yeah, I'm interested in this one. Call my bluff. Oh, it's fire. That record. I think it's the best produced record on the album. Produced by who? The Pharaoh. The Pharrell. Yeah, I man. think that that's um that's the best produced record. It's just I mean it's credible and he he said he was channeling the Joker on the record and when you yeah. see the visual for it yeah. you get the whole picture and it's based on a true story apparently once again. He he was saying that there was a bit of an issue back home in Virginia. I don't know what it was sparked by, but it was a situation where someone was threatening his livelihood and that's what he drew inspiration still at this advanced age drawing genuine inspiration oh shit from, i didn't know that yeah, that was kind I, of a true I story just, true story part of my intel but he uh appreciate that but man he first of all the fl- the the flow he catches on this once again and nah, he's, he's going stupid he's i going mean stupid. there's nothing i'm it's just pharrell at his finest push at his finest and I fucking love it. No, nah, he's going deal. stupid. That, yeah, I knew from the first, my first listen, this just, it caught me. It yeah. caught me. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's nothing really much else to say on that re- on that accord because that is just, the rec- that's really the record of the album for me. Buffalo shrimp from Mahimas. Coke deals upstairs at the Ramada. The ocean from hotels was popular. And crack was a minted phenomenon. Elected presidential was on my arm. Red stripe Pradas and on and on. Driving a Come on, bluff. I no, I I can see that. Yeah. I can hundred percent see that. Yeah. Like I I'm not a mad at that. Like I can see that. There are a lot of there's a lot of just so you remember it could be the record of the of the, I mean, yeah, of the that, album. That's too. another one too. Call my bluff, like yeah, I get what you're saying when you say that. Yeah. Um so me, the other one, I mean obviously the whole album's a standout, but just to really uh pick ones out. I, I want to talk to you about the Hear Me Clearly joint. Yes. Because, Oof. and we were talking offline, and I was telling you that one of my picks, it's not controversial, but it's asterisk, because this this song was also on the Nego album. Yeah. Have you heard that Nego album, by the way? Yeah. It was the, no, it's fire. Fire. So, the reason why, to me, it has an asterisk is because we heard the song coming into the album. Doesn't even matter, bro. Yeah. Pusha goes nutty, bro. Mm. Stick my elbow in the pot, a la Vince, Vince Carter. This what? guy, this guy just texted me that line when the when the album first dropped. But this record, oh right? I remember. So, I remember when they were at Fashion Week, and they dropped a oh, snippet, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the snippet was "Hear Me Clearly." We didn't know names. We just heard Push is coming with an album, and he's premiering new music. I heard that, and automatically you just hear that production, and you're like. Oh my God! Here we go. What again. is this? Here we go again, and but then, then you get wind that okay, Push is dropping a record. Now the record that he's dropping was actually Diet Coke. I'm expecting Hear Me Clearly when I, so I heard Diet Coke, and of course Diet Coke is cool, but 
Yesterday's price is not, not today's price, price, price. It's price, another, price. and the video was dope too. But next to hear me clearly, <laughs> no way. Hear me clearly. He's fucking. Nah, he's spazzing on hear, hear me clearly, bro. That Vince Carter is like, I'm like, yo, elbow in the pot. I love Vince Carter, meaning he basically put his foot in that shit. And bro, that shit still. Every time I listen to that line, I'm like, I do the, ugh. I just yeah. like, oh my god, man, he just going ape shit on this. And once again, it's like we were talking about earlier. It's Kanye just giving Pusha a fucking rappers rappers beat yeah. and letting Push go. Good. It's a simple little two bar. Hear me clearly, if you hear yeah, me, yeah, just say yo, yeah. fear me. Fuck all these fairy tales. I, I, I picture Ye. I picture Ye coming. Um, just push a walk into the studio, and Ye's like, "Yo, go ahead. just go. Yeah, just go. Just that's go. It. Literally, that's all he had to say. Like, yo, just go. And then, damn man, that's crazy. Yo, I did. Um, we did talk. We just talked about this song. I want. I kind of wanted to highlight. Um, Diet Coke. Because yeah. um, you just talked about the video. We got to show love to Craig Mack, Flavor yeah. Ear. Yo, that's that's one of the best songs. I love Flavor Ear. The yeah. remix. We could get into that, that as well. I mean, yeah, that's like one of the standout. Well, it's not. Yes, yeah, a standout. Even the but it's original a pivotal song, bro. Yeah, it's a pivotal song of the '90s. It gives you that '90s feel, bro. And the video, yeah, yeah, and Pusha said has been inspired by that video, Flavor Year. But I wanted to talk about this. Like Diet Coke was the first legit single, yeah. off of this album. That song is stupid, bro. It is. That it, song is um, stupid, bro. You know, and it's stupid, bro. It's it's stupid. I loved it when I heard it, but when I saw the visual, it brought it to life for me, and. According to Push, Ye had just from the beat, Ye had a whole vision for what this track was yeah, gonna be. And them, down yeah. to the video. So I mean, yeah, this was that this shit is, is yo, that beat is stupid, bro. It ma- it makes your face cringe, bro. That shit is stupid. Just it's like those subtle piano riffs uh, starts Sounds a little it's gritty uh, drums, too. Yeah, boy. it is gr- yo, and that's it's a gritty it's when a gr- when I so that's another thing. So when you hear this record and you hear "Hear Me Clearly" as like the first two pieces of Pusha coming back, like okay, I see where I see where he's at. Like he's, he's on going. some. And this album did not disappoint in that regard. I really, I shit, man. He was just. I felt like he was doing his own thing. That's yeah. why, like, we go back to the Don Tolliver record. Donnie. It was not meant to be a radio single. It was just something he wanted to do. Hundred percent. You know and. He just brought it all to fruition. He he manifested whatever vision he had with this album along with Pharrell and Ye because he said, and as any rapper in that position would, he let these two gentlemen take control of the ship, which who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to just be produced by Pharrell and, that's, and Kanye? That's like a guaranteed and hit. He said, he said the reason why he wanted to be produced this time around was because on Daytona... It was basically Ye giving him a bunch of beats and telling him just rap. And that's what he yeah. did. But he said this time around, he wanted to be produced a little more. And who better to be produced by? So you get the product that you get. You get the Diet Cokes. You get Hear Me Clearly. Um, I mean, shit. I don't I don't think there's really duds on this album. No, I absolutely don't. not. Um, so yeah, no, like you said, there, there really isn't a dud on the album. I mean, Let the Smokers Shine the Coop, that shit is stupid. That's another record that I saw catching subtle hate, but that record is foolish to me. And I thought that was Ye. I thought that was Ye at first, but because of the fucking the sample, the uh, vocal sample he has in the back. Wait, what was that? What was that? Uh, what you just did? What? 
Yeah, you would like the the pause. Yeah, <laughs> the pause. But let the smoker shine. The coupe was a. <laughs> I had was, to catch you, was my guy. apparently I had to catch Pharrell's you. impression of Glaciers of Ice off of Only Built for Cuban Links. And if you listen to that record, it makes fucking sense. Is that one of your tidbits from research? Research. Oof. Yeah. Listen, I'm, my I'm here God, for this. Yo, that's why I come you're here prepared. Here, I come here prepared. That's why you're fucking here, That record is fucking incredible. Yeah, any if, other highlights, bro? If, any other... if money is the evil's root, <laughs> let the smokers shine the coop. That beat is sick. Oh. Um, I just want to highlight the fact that Malice... Oh yeah, came back. He dropped the note, and he sounds like he's malice. He he went fucking nuts. I pray for you. And he he reminded me why when I was a young lad, I felt like malice was the better rapper in the clips. A young lad, young lad. I was a young lad. International here, yo. We're we're gonna time flies is gonna take it international. We got Spanish. We got got Spanish. We got Irish somewhere. We're going to Ireland. We're going everywhere. I fuck with that. Um, yeah, no, no. Malice went stupid. I pray for you. Yeah, I mean, we. So he he went stupid. I mean, other than that, you can talk about the J verse. J does what J does, and yeah, it was it was. What'd you think? I mean, I obviously it's, it's a moment because J, but I find it interesting that he took the time to respond to Phase on Love because like what? But the Phase on Love, like years ago I wouldn't too. Believe it either. I'd be like Jay Z is a cheater. I wouldn't listen to Reason either. Like it was it was dope. It was um. We sound a little underwhelmed. Which because the last time I'm I too. heard Jay on that drum pattern was Say it. was uh, the record off Meek's album. Oh shit! I thought you were gonna go somewhere else off Meek's album, Meek Mill. Yes. I forgot. Uh, I don't know the name of Off the What's Beef sample, buddy. What's What's free? What? Uh, what's and when you free? hear him yeah. over that, I mean, that's one of the best Jay verses. A hundred percent. But so, we also gotta throw in. Let's hear it. Drug Dealers Anonymous, boy. Oh, well, if we're going to go back. And the, you know what that I love about that? is the listen, best Pusha J song, This is how dog. much this un- pushes another one we have to protect at all costs because Big look facts. at how much Pusha loves the culture, Time Flies. If anyone else gets a Jay-Z feature, it is their bread and butter of whatever album they have. Right. Push it through that shit out as a Lucy <sighs> and said, yo, Great Streets, point. eat this up. Great fucking like point. a like an old school mixtape joint. Great fucking point. That's how much Pusha loves the culture. He great threw that out point. as a Lucy, and it's just him and Jay that's going a, stupid. That's a great fucking point, yo. That's a great point because you're so right. Everybody, it, everybody will look at the track list and they'll be anticipating like a okay, Jay feature. Damn, I, I got a Jay wait. feature now. I gotta hold this as long as Push said, "Nah, I got point, this," dog. and it was fresh off of the whatever that woman's name was. The a right-wing pundit that was saying, oh, this is a drug dealer. And that's how they come up with the Drug Dealers Anonymous title when she spoke about Jay-Z. Yeah. So... Your husband was a drug dealer. Yeah, exactly. That's what she did, the sample. Your husband was a drug dealer. For 14 years, he sold crack cocaine. Yeah, man. I mean, as far as that song, that track, I'm a little underwhelmed. I just... I, I like the track. I, I like it I too. Did. It's just I'm a little underwhelmed. I don't know what it is exactly. I think because you see Push and Jay, and you know it's produced by Pharrell, so a lot yeah. of things come into. But yeah. if you strip it, it's a good record. Man. No, it is. I, it I is. like it. I I, put, I like the flow that Push found. That's the one thing about this album too. I don't mean to drag this out, but Push have found so many interesting pockets yeah. over production from producers that he's rapped with for decades at this point. But he found so many interesting pockets. Absolutely. I, I want to highlight one last song before we move on. Rock and roll. Okay. So first and foremost, yeah. 
That song is produced by Ye and Pharrell. Yeah. The only joint off the album that's produced by both uh, Ye and Pharrell. Yeah. Ye brought Pharrell in for the drums, which if you follow Ye, you know that historically he's had insecurities about his drums. Yeah. He's brought Pharrell, I mean, he's brought Timbaland in, he's brought Q-Tip in for different... Was it, uh, who was the producer that he wanted to get the drums on for Can't Tell Me Nothing? Not Premiere. No, uh... He always says that he was trying to get the drums like this person for Can't Q- Tell Me Nothing. I, I forgot who Q-tip it was. Or, I maybe, don't know, I know Maybe he, Q, I think it was maybe Q. Maybe it was Q-Tip, maybe but Q. I know he's he's used Q-Tip, he's used Timbaland yeah, for yeah, the yeah, drums, yeah. and Havoc, I believe, even... I think it was Q-Tip for that specific it may, song. It but may have been, but yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but... No, 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 so I want you to get into how you feel about this All right, man. I'm, rock and roll. So the first thing that I saw is Cuddy and Ye. Right. And your... This is where your and, Cuddy... Yeah. Your Cuddy bias leads you in a direction where you have such a high expectation. But I'm not... Yeah, but I'm not talking about Cuddy's verse or whatever. No, because he sounds good. He does, but the song... This just wasn't so, it for me, bro. So... It wasn't it for me. We spoke offline and we we kind of agreed this... If there is a weak link, this is the weak link of the album. Um, But the more I listened, it was... It's a good record. The actual... The only thing I could have gone with that was the yay verse. <laughs> to be honest yeah. I mean Pusha sounded good I thought Cuddy sounded good on the hook I thought the sample was cool but and I feel like Ye has flipped that sample before if I'm not Probably. mistaken that Beyonce sample and he's done it a little bit better but if that's the dot on the album yeah, I'll get what fucking you're saying. take it I get what you're saying yeah man but it's dude it's, it's a skip for me bro I'm skipping it's right not a skip. There's, n- there's not a skip on this album I'll listen to everything through it's not a skip for me I feel you, you I know? feel you um of course, we gotta highlight something else because this album yeah. has everything. Yeah, you just does. you just mentioned something how like you could do you could do without Ye's verse on rock and roll. What about Ye's verse on fucking the four bars? On Dreaming the of the past. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was. I thought yeah, it was super small, four bars. But I thought he got to the shits. Like it was. It wasn't super introspective. I just like what he said. I the like thing what he is, said. is that so the way once again Pusha structured this. This is something that he took. From Ye. Ye wanted to keep it for himself, but Ye was holding it forever. Yeah. And Push was like, listen, man, you know, let me rap over this. And, you know, you don't have to do any more heavy heavy lifting. You know, you don't, you could just come in with four bars. And he referenced Big once again on the little Kim record, Queen Bitch. Classic where Big pilot. comes in with his little two or four bar, whatever. I don't know. He's. And that was it. So that's essentially what the structure was here. I mean, could I have gone without it? I like the Donny Hathaway sample and Pusha T by themselves just fine. Mm. I could have gone with um, Became the Minister of My Prime, So I Gotta Be Shine. Could have gone without it. <laughs> could have left it alone. I feel you. No, yeah. I feel you. And he said that he, he almost bought the Bel Air Mansion. And he that was like, actually interesting. He didn't like the kitchen. That's why he didn't that's buy a very, it. But that's, that's the most genuine Kanye line. Like, I felt the bars leading Money up talk. to that were just... Ye trying to keep up with Pusha on a rapping level, like with the metaphors and everything, and that's not gonna happen. No, that's not. not gonna happen for most other rappers. Facts. Properties all across the board, this monopoly's mine. Came a minister in my prime, so I gotta be shine. I used to watch the Fresh Prince and pray the house to be mine. Could have bought it, but I ain't like the way the kitchen design. Born in a manger, the son of a stranger. When daddy's not home, the family's in danger. I got plenty. Yeah man. Um, all right man. I think we, I think we got through the track list. Just um, one more thing. Pharrell Ye on the album. Oh. 
You go first. <laughs> you go first. I got Pharrell. I could tell already. Yeah. Let me take a look again, bro. Just Let look me at take the a look. Yeah, yeah. points, right? All right, so Brambleton, Pharrell, that shit is stupid. Let the smoke shine the coop, stupid, Pharrell. Dreaming of the past, yay, stupid. Stupid. Neck and wrist. You say mid, it's okay. For me, what about you? you? Neck and wrist, the beat. It's, uh, it's foolish. It's not stupid, but it's foolish. I got you. Foolish is a grade <laughs> below stupid. So three stupids, foolish. That's stupid. Just so remember? I mean, just so there are, yeah, there's politically incorrect terms that I can use for just so you remember. So, <laughs> politically so, incorrect. Um, Diet Coke. Yeah. We just said that's, that beat was stupid. Rock and roll. Uh, that's definitely a dud for me. We just talked about that. Call my bluff. Um. Oh man, yo, I don't know. I, I obviously I know I gotta give an answer. Is it, oh, fuck, it's hard though, bro. Cause I'm not gonna lie. Looking at this track list, it made. I wish I didn't because it makes it. Like, <laughs> now you take it back. No, no, no. I can't take it back because <laughs> the Brambleton and Call My Bluff are like just incredible to me but so is just so you remember and hear me clearly and they're both yeah, um, yeah. but I gotta just edge it to Pharrell because I feel like uh, but yeah he did Diet Coke my boy yeah he did hear me clearly my Pharrell boy Pharrell did let the smoker shine the coop that's a fact see like I don't I don't think I, I don't think I can answer it man I'm sorry bro can we use the uh, it's a type <laughs> yeah we can use that bullshit the Cop culture out. one. We won. Hey, the fans won. The culture one. Damn, if I just said at the beginning, yeah. that would have been better. I say the Pharrell, Pharrell took it. I know. I appreciate you taking a stand, my yeah. guy. I appreciate you taking a stand because you might get killed it. in the comments. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not okay. No, no. It's okay. <laughs> Got to make it interesting. 100%. Nah, man, but um, I, yeah, it's a cop-out, bro, Like aside of the culture. But a cop-out is... It, no, but it's really tough. It's a tough Look at that track list. It's yeah, really man. tough. It's insane, bro. It's insane. It's really, really fucking tough. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we digress. Yes, we digress. We talked about the album. We talked about our highlights. We talked about our lowlights. Now, my boy. Drum roll. Yes, drum roll. Drum roll, please. We are going to get into the shit. The nitty gritty. I think this is the talk of the internet. Yep. This is the talk of the culture. This is the great debate. Other than, even more so than Pharrell vs. Ye, this is the great debate. This is the great debate. Obviously, we are comparing this album to Day <laughs> fucking Whitney Houston's Tona. bathroom. But yeah, exactly. Cover art, legendary. I mean, from the standpoint of cover art, legendary. Daytona bro. takes it. Legendary. The Whitney Houston's bathroom? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Um. Yeah, I'm ready. To, I'm ready. I'm. I'm. I know my answer. I I got Daytona, bro. I got. I I'm not being a prisoner of the moment. I've had a couple of weeks to think about this. It's almost dry. Really? Nope. I have it. I have it because. Talk to me. Um. Well, it goes back to the fact that Daytona. It was a seven-track masterpiece, and it was essentially just Pusha getting beats from Ye, rapping his ass off. It's almost dry is him getting A-level production from A-level producers and being produced. So it's better overall music to me. Rapping, that's a whole nother conversation. If you think you rap better on Daytona, if you think you rap better on It's Almost Dry, I would have to listen with another ear to think. Yeah. But it's music-wise... That's a different conversation, yeah. I got to go with It's Almost Dry. I, I feel like that. you get... It's, it's a more... 
it's a more dynamic palette. You get the whole easel. Like, you get all different shades and colors because you're using the both of them. And they're both coming with it because it's that that competition that was there. No, I respect that, man. I respect that answer. That's a and, really And it goes back to answer. also the point about the pockets Pusher was finding on this album. I felt right. like, you know, the flows he found on neck and wrist, the flow just all throughout the album, the Don Tolliver record. That shit, that's the shit that I like. As yeah. someone who's not just a rap fan, but a music fan first, really... I gotta go with it's almost dry. I respect that, man. I respect that. The way you described it, how musically, like, you have a valid point. You have a valid point. Daytona, obviously, one producer. He's not open to all these different kind of sounds. Yeah. He's not. He's not pigeonholed, but no. it's just like, yeah. So I like. I like that. Like, you're getting a, a diverse pusher. Yeah. You're getting him you to get sound on different. Spectrum. I feel you, man. <laughs> now you got you got your you got your shit off. I'm rocking with. Daytona and the reason why is there's a lot of reasons why but okay so let's go back in time obviously we we, we talked Way about this back. yeah we talked about this in the one of the Kanye podcasts go check that out um this was a time when Ye was trying to <laughs> was trying to overshadow Drake and he made an announcement that he's coming out with a lot of albums yes. within like a few <laughs> weeks essentially and yeah. put and put yeah and Pusha was Pusha was the first one Pusha was the first one, and we talked about this at nauseum. How like Pusha had a little bit of an advantage because they probably worked on that album for a month or yeah. longer than that. Now, having said all that, I really want to highlight the seven tracks. Because I remember Ye saying that like seven tracks is the perfect amount for an album. And I remember he was getting a lot of fucking hate for that because obviously we want more music. We don't want just seven tracks. We want like 15, whatever. And I, I was, I think I was one of those people. I wasn't hating, but I was, I was like, okay with it. I was, I was a little disappointed because I at least wanted like 10, right? But then after listening to the album multiple times, yo, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a yay stand, bro. I'm actually listening to the music and I'm like taking in its energy, whatever. It makes sense why it's seven, bro. It's a perfect amount. Every time I hear that album, literally around the seven track, that's when I start to I start to fade a little bit. But the yeah. album, but the album's ending. So no, when it has I start to be to fade. Yeah. The album's ending and it's perfect for me. It has to be a very engaging album to get past that point. And usually, when you think of even your favorite albums, how many songs do you usually go back to? Even on your favorite albums, I'd say. I probably revisit consistently maybe five songs of my favorite album, and we're talking fourteen track albums, you know. So, yeah. I I never had a problem with like that. As it doesn't matter if it's short, if it's concise, like that's what Daytona was. It was concise. Super it was exact. That was the introduction towards their mu. Not the introduction, but the full scope of what their music relationship was. Yeah. Kanye wanted to just give push fire to rap over. And Push wanted to just rap, and that's what they fucking did. Yeah, man, and Push rapped his fucking ass off, bro. That shit was insane. One of the standouts to me is fucking, uh, is the, so the track is called Santeria. Yes, my favorite track on the album. Ya te va la mañana. Ya te va la mañana. Los Angeles is Es el fuego que yo conozco, es el fuego que yo 
all the things I've ever paid for. Know that it's no price tag when I wage war. It's no more to pray for. Oh, and if you grew up and you're from a Cuban or Caribbean household in any correct, that's a very real thing. Correct, and you grow up with this whether you choose it or not. So it correct. It's a I, beautiful I, thing. I I don't. I don't think I ever got this answer, but I could have sworn that was Dream on um, the Dream on the track. No, I I actually I thought, heard it was um yeah, but it was someone name? else who uh not Tiana. No, what Kanye worked with her briefly as well. Shake Seven O Shake. Mm. She's talented Good. too. I don't know what happened to her, but no, she's dropping an album. Is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah she's, she's talented, man. I I really I I I'm fuck with Seven O Shake, but that's who. It was. Oh, okay, okay, okay. At least, I mean, we could do a Time Flies fact check, but I'm pretty sure it was 070 Shake. Yeah, don't kill us in the comments. But, um, okay. but yeah, man, San- Santeria, that one is a standout that for was me. That shit was stupid, bro. The whole the whole album to me is stupid. Um, And he, I, I like that Comeback Baby because that was a very minimalist beat and it was a nice sample. I think that might have yeah. been a Donny Hathaway sample too. And it was. And then the last track of the album is when he's going at yeah. Infrared. Infrared? Yeah, it was dope. It's just um, that was it's just pushing it like I don't give yeah. a fuck. Like I'm going right at your. Fucking I also neck. like the fact that he didn't even waste time with like Drake bullshit on. It's almost dry. There's not a shot on the album. No, it's not. And honestly, like Drake, Drake, like took, Drake took. Thank you, you bring that up because I was actually. I was actually thinking of bringing this up, and I almost forgot. Drake took the L, bro. Stop trying to oh, yeah. stop trying to take shots, bro. Like, stop. You no, took no, the L. It's my, okay, bro. Okay, so my opinion. You took the L. It's all right, bro. This is this is the thing, and I fuck with I fuck with Drake as well. Um, but at the end of the day, Drake is one of these guys. Whether you like him, you don't like him. He's he's a bit of a wordsmith. He might not be the best lyricist, but he knows how to throw subliminal jabs. He's done it his whole career, whether it was Kendrick, Big Sean. There's yeah. been these these silent jousts between that whole generation. Of course. And Drake has been at the head of these things. So you know, and he's a student of the game. So you know when you pick a fight with someone, their response is their response. You got to live with that. So there's been this silent war waging between them. Push does the infrared. Uh, Drake comes what is that Duppy freestyle and he yeah and it was a whack bar too I'm sorry but like there's let it ring like Benet, whatever Push's wife's name was and right Push and that's, said started, that's uh, where he, yeah, yeah, yeah that's why he went way story left with of it. Adidon, yeah but that's honestly personal feelings aside that's hip hop man and if you're engaging you gotta be prepared for what you're prepared for you know and Facts. so that's why yeah Drake that's that's probably the only L we've really seen Drake take, and it's okay. And like you that, didn't take an L to someone to a bum. You took an L to Pusher. I just don't like the fact that he's like, cause was it the wasn't it the Drake verse on Jack Harlow that like he's taking a shot? Yeah, but I there's a yeah. lot that goes in. I don't know if that's like an older verse. I don't know yeah, what happened. That's the, yeah. I was gonna say because that that everyone's saying on the internet all the stuff that I'm seeing is an it's an old verse, so it could have been recycled from around that time period when they were when they were going at each other. So okay, that's an asterisk, but just the fact that that is it came out exactly the fact that it came out. It's like, dude, like Pusha is over it, bro. Like stop, man, yeah. Drake, you're the you're the best one of if not the best artist right now, dog. Like stop, bro. You took yeah. the L. It's okay, just move on, bro. And shout out my boy Rainer because my boy Rainer is a Drake stan. It's yeah. yay over Drake all day, but <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Um, yeah, man. I just that's just that's just that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. I think uh, I think we really dived into Pusha's discography. We got blessed with uh, "It's Almost Dry" and Daytona. 
But um, yo, before we wrap up, my guy, I want to say thank you for giving me your time, giving me your energy. Scheduling is uh, it's not it's not super easy, you know. We both yeah. got stuff going on, so I just want to pre- I appreciate you coming through, and I want to say thank time, you, man. Bro. Um, obviously we can get we get into the shits with every, anything else. Yeah. we got a lot of other shit coming on. We got a Kendrick album we might need to review. Yeah, that shit is gonna be like. I'm that's gonna, gonna be something you gotta put some time and effort. That's behind. literally like I gotta be at the library looking up shit yeah. to talk about because yeah. he's gonna be talking. Obviously, he just dropped the hard part five. But um, yeah, man, yo, um, before we sign off, do you wanna just give your handles and stuff so for the people can uh, hit you up? Nah. Oh, <laughs> not this time around. I just don't even remember this shit. I, yeah, <laughs> it's it is all good. It you is. don't yeah. have to. You don't have to. Um. Time flies again. All the links down below. Um, all the links down below. You could uh, for the podcast, for the um, website, for merch, all that good stuff. Yes. And if, you know what? If you're watching this on YouTube, just hit the like button and hit the subscribe yeah. button. Come on, man. It's not that difficult. You if know, you, if you love the culture, we love the culture. We're all a big family. Facts. Hopefully, you like what you saw and you heard. So I know that's important. <laughs> yeah. But if you did, just hit that like, hit that subscribe, as well as um on the Apple and Spotify podcast, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. That'll be a big help. Yeah. Um, but my guy Mike, this is not going to be the last time that we see of you, that we hear of you. I'm you're here. gonna be, you're gonna come back. Like I said, Kendrick Lamar. We got yeah. other shit going on too. So, um, yo, man, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, always. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. We out. Peace. If money is the evil root, let the smoke shine the coops. Rich bitches that love the boost. I'm just here to find the truth. If kilograms is the proof. <laughs>